Happy Halloween, everyone. This is Keys to the Game with head football coach Kurt Newsom. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and we're coming to you from deep inside the spooky chambers of WEHC Studios. And given the grim conversation we're about to have of the three-game slide with the Wasp that they've endured, Coach, it only seems fitting that we'd be in a place like this to get together. Uh, I've checked it out. There's no ghosts and goblins in here, but I'm sure you've had some nightmares over the last three weeks with the Lions and the Eagles and the Pioneers. So let's start out by talking about what is the mental and physical state of, of the you, the staff, and the, the, the team, because it's been a tough three weeks. It, it really has been, and really, really the, the Mars Hill game, uh, I understood a little bit. You know, we, it just wasn't a good matchup for us in styles and uh, with what they try to do. But, you know, the Tusculum game and the Carson Newman game, uh, very disappointed, especially in the second half against Tusculum and actually the second half against Carson Newman. So, But it's, it's been tough on our, our players. You know, we're talking about playing for a championship, you know, after – uh, the UVA Wise game, you know, we were mm-hmm. on a three-game win streak, right? And uh, and now we're just, you know, fighting to have a winning season, which, uh, you know, I, I think that's a great goal. You know, if somebody would have told me before the season started that you might have an opportunity to have a winning season in your in your first year with 15 scholarships uh, going into the season, and most of those ODAC players, I would have taken it, but. Uh, just how the season went now it's it's kind of disappointing and mm-hmm. uh, especially the last two weeks have been really disappointing but you know I, I think our players will uh, continue to practice well I think they'll continue to fight I don't see any quit in this team but yeah. it could it could still end up being a season that they could be proud of but we've got to take care of business the last two weeks well, and it is hard. I mean, you're sitting there three and one, and you're going over to Mars Hill, and it looks like we could possibly, you know, pull off some. And I won't call them upsets because I think that we uh, had very comparable teams to the, to them, Tusculum, and uh, particularly Mars Hill. But and it doesn't happen, so it's got to be tough mentally. What about physically? I, you've been through nine weeks, and uh, you know we've talked before. When when you're thin on scholarships with 15, and they've got 36, when you lose someone. That it that the impact is so much bigger. Yes, and uh, you know we've uh, we've got some people banged up. The Tusculum game, we lost some guys on defense. But you know, a coach his job at this point in the season is everybody's got them. So you know, I, I don't want to yeah. sit here and make excuses because everybody's banged up to a certain degree. You know, Tamati was leading the conference in, in receiving, and we got a little different coverage when he was out there. We could. You know, it kind of freed some other people up, and not that Anthony hadn't done a great job in in coming in, and Tamade's just a big body that can mm-hmm. go up and get a fifty fifty ball. So at, at that time, you know, when he went out, he was leading the conference. Uh, yeah. So so we've we've had our issues there, but I think everybody has. Uh, we've been very fortunate on the line of scrimmage not to have have many so mm-hmm. that that's been a positive so uh we just got to fight through it you know and uh, i told our guys i said you know we're not going to change who we are you know we're going we're going to have the same tuesday practice the same wednesday practice but we we've got to believe in ourselves you know i think we've lost that right now that's my major concern yeah. is is how confident our football team is and uh so 
we'll work on that this week and let them try to be positive with those guys and take a positive football team down to South Carolina. Well, you know, you mentioned that just losing our, you know, our confidence. I physically, yeah, Carson Newman. They they had something like twenty people that were they showed on the injury list throughout the season, and I know we've got them. I know Tuscan has them, and so did Mars Hill. But it's that, it's that mental part of confidence that you were ahead and we can win this game and come out of the locker room second half and 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 play yeah and that's you you know that's that's what we haven't had the last couple weeks and uh you know you think the tusculum game the way the half ended that we would we would be excited about it but uh we just uh, we couldn't run the ball in that game and that was you know that that changed some things And, and we've had difficulty running the ball you know, a lot of the season. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's – if we're not doing both, if we can't run it and throw it to a degree, you know, that's what this offense is all about. And uh, we've been too one-dimensional uh, too many times. Well, I, that that's true. We've struggled to run the ball. Last year we averaged 257 yards, I think, per game uh, rushing, which is phenomenal. This year I think we're down to about 109, 110 yards per game, just cut in half. Well, let me ask you, uh, you know, you've lost three games. We talk about the physical and the mental, and you're going into the last two. There is an opportunity to have a winning season. What, what is? I, I like the fact you say we're not changing who we are because when you do that, you're al- almost implying that somebody's at fault. Right. And right. I, I don't think you're doing that, and I think that's the, what a coach should be about. And so what is the remedy to, to kind of turn this around uh, in your mind, going down to Erskine and then Limestone over the next two weeks. Well, l- letting our guys know we've got a good football team. We haven't we haven't played up to our expectations the last couple of weeks. Uh, let's let's have a great Tuesday, a great Wednesday practice, and uh, feel good about ourselves going down the road. And uh, you know, really those those seniors asked their leadership to come through mm. because the Ivan Phillips of the world and the Grayson Overstreet and Donovan Penix, you know, those guys have, have played a lot of football here and we're going to lean on them right now down the stretch to make sure everybody's all in uh, when we get on the bus to go to Erskine. Well, I know uh, there's an emotional moment in the locker room before the game. Uh, Coach Buzzo's talking to Ivan and, uh, you know, you just see the – the, the fire, but also the it's a sad day, a senior day at home, was, and and there was an emotional moment there. And well, he came out and played his heart out. Oh, he's he had a great game. Uh, you know, I'm not so sure Ivan can't keep playing, and uh, <laughs> so uh, you know we'll 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 see where that goes because uh, you know I've been in several places and he could play at just about all of them. I I think you're right, and I think he does he is deserving of an all sack. You know. Honors, uh, no question in my mind. No question. Every coach that uh, they ask about our football team, he's he's being mentioned, and uh, I hope they they see him on film flashing across the screen because he's had a phenomenal year and a phenomenal career. Yeah, and I know Mars Hill with Honeycutt's got a good linebacker, and Barton's got a really good one. But I don't think I, – I've seen Honeycutt. I haven't seen the Barton one, but I don't think Honeycutt is uh, Ivan Phillips' I wouldn't trade Ivan for anybody no, in this league. Well, let's talk about the game a little bit, Coach. Um, I'm not going to dig too deep into it, but I think the very first question a lot of people would like to know, you made a decision to change quarterbacks. Uh, you went with Charles Mutter and, and Kyle Short. I know he's had some physical problems, but could you 
talk about that decision and where it came from and, 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 and how you thought it turned out. Well, after the Tusculum game, we thought we needed to have more quarterback runs uh, in, involved in the game plan to generate running game. We, you know, it's hard in a one-back offense. You, you've just kind of got to be better than people if your quarterback can't run. Mm-hmm. And Kyle is as tough a guy as I've ever been around. And, you know, most people wouldn't even be playing. He's got a high ankle sprain. He's got a, he's got bruised ribs. And if you know, uh, if you've had bruised ribs in the past, uh, yeah. you know, very, very painful. And just, you know, he's a very good athlete, but he hadn't been able to use his feet. So we thought Charles could do that. And, uh, you know, we've always been wanting to give him a shot. We feel like we've got two quarterbacks that can win in this league. And uh, that was the decision. Now, as it turned out, uh, Charles, we'd like to see throw the football a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, But he did – he did uh, – Gained 65 yards, I think. Uh, yeah. And uh, our run game improved. I think I saw the halftime stat. We had 143 yards rushing. And uh, so so it, it it paid off in some ways. But, uh, you know, we and, and we shouldn't have probably played uh, Tomate. Uh, he, was, he was limited in his route. Yeah. Should have kept him on the sideline. And uh, – but uh, overall, I think, you know, we, we – I think Charles did a good job for us, and we'll continue to let those two guys battle. You know, okay. we we feel like we got two good ones. So I, that was going to be my next question. Then uh, uh, Kyle still, I mean, he we may see him at Erskine, we may see him at Limestone. So you're going to? Oh yes, we 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 could see e- either either one of them, and uh, it's it's one of those deals. Probably what we we'll do is the hot hand, the hot and, hand. and that's. That's kind of how we're going to look at it down the stretch in these final two games. Well, now, um, Charles Mutter, he, he's listed as 20 carries, but, of course, four of those are sacks. Uh, but he gained 83 yards, and he lost 20 from the sacks. So you're right, he's around 65 yards of total. But that means he rushed 16 times, and that's not something that's been on the no, stats. No, no, no. And, and, you know, several of those were non-called, you know, scrambles. Right. And uh, I think he was a little apprehensive about throwing into a crowd. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, as he plays more, he'll he'll fire that thing a little bit more too. And uh, but but he was it was safety first for him in his first outing. Yeah. And uh, there's there's nothing wrong with that right away until you get a feel for it. And uh, hopefully he doesn't have to run it that many times. But we're we're going to have designed runs in for both of right. them. Well, and I think you're exactly right. Your confidence builds as you play, and you know you could. There's a little. I, I saw a little bit of hesitation sometimes in his decision making, but I thought overall to be a redshirt freshman, his first game he's ever started, right? Right. And uh, you know, I thought he. I thought he did a really good job. I think it was a tough second half for for everybody. Yeah. But, um, we. You know, the the football game. I'm sure we'll get to it, but it was. It was big plays by them and short yardage uh, plays by us that we didn't we didn't make. And red zone once again haunts us. We don't get points, you know, off of turnovers. You've got to get points. So uh, missed opportunities for our offense, and uh, just I'd say four or five plays 
defensively yeah. made the difference. Well, we're going to get dig into the game, Coach, in just a minute, um, talk about some of those missed opportunities and that first drive and so forth. We'll take a brief break right now and, and list our, have a message from our sponsors, and then we'll, we'll be right back. Support for WEHC comes from Snow's Fine Meats and Provisions, a neighborhood butcher shop in downtown Abingdon specializing in locally sourced pasture-raised proteins, handmade deli items, and specialty goods. Open Tuesday through Saturday and online at Snow's Fine Meats, 160 East Main Street, Abingdon. Snow's Fine Meats, bringing the old-fashioned butcher shop experience to your table. I heard the voice of a pork shop, they come on to me and rest. Where you talk about your stewing beans? I know what's the best. Okay, we're back, folks. And, Coach, we want to let's talk about the game a little bit. You, you come out, they win the toss, they defer. Uh, you take the opening kickoff, you go 13 plays, 79 yards, and you score. I thought it was a really good job of play calling to keep the pressure off of a young Charles Mutter. You guys ran 11 rushes out of that 13-play drive, uh, 65 yards. So that was an impressive drive. It really was. You know, you felt good coming out of the locker room and uh, establishing some momentum there. And, uh, you know, Charles got his feet wet. And then uh, Grayson gained some yards. Uh, mm-hmm. Justin Hill had a, had a run that yeah. broke down the sideline. And uh, we, we got a touchdown out of it, which, you know, we've, we've been settling for field goals. There's a reason our kicker is uh, leading the conference in scoring because and, we've settled too many times for field goals. Well, it was a, he only had to throw. He threw one, two pass. One of them was incomplete, but a 14-yarder. And uh, it, it was an impressive drive. And I want to ask you about this. The, the very next series, they get the ball and they fumble. Right. You get the ball on the four, their 49. Three plays and an interception. Charles trying to do a little bit more than he should, yeah. and I know he. I know y'all have talked with him about that. But then the next series, Jalen Crimes pulls down an interception. Um, I thought if we had capitalized on those two turnovers, that would have been an entirely different. Oh, game. there's no question about it. I mean, we needed points right there. And, yeah. And uh, the way the first drive went, you would think, hey, they're going to get get some points out mm-hmm. of this, whether it be a field goal or not. And uh, for whatever reason, we weren't just we weren't consistent enough to move the football, and uh, so that was very disappointing. And you know those things usually come back and get you, and they did to us. Yeah, I mean you got uh, Nehemiah Scott got that recovery and ended up on the forty-nine yard line, and uh, we just three plays and out, and just did nothing with it. That that had to pick them up. Yeah, no question about it. Yeah, they it, they've struggled on the road. Mm-hmm. And I was. It would have been one of those things where here we go again. I think if if we would have been able to put points yeah. right there, but uh, that was very disappointing. Gave them some life too. It sure did. But now I thought the defense played really well the rest of that half. They only are man able to manage one drive. They they drive down the field. I think it's about eighty some yards in nine plays. Hit a couple of big plays and. At, at, at one minute and 30 seconds left in the half, they tie the score. And But the score was no indication of what I thought it could have been. It could have been 21 nothing easy. Right, and that's that's where we felt like also. So, you know, wanted to talk to a halftime about uh, taking control of it in the second half, and uh, it just didn't work out. But we, we had too many uh, – we left points out on the field that we should have uh, capitalized on. 
Yeah. And that often happens. I mean, this is you're right. This is a team that has struggled on the road. And to me, the mood was we're just going to pack it in here. If they score these two more touchdowns, here we go again. And I think it could have been. So so you want to try, kind of take control in the second half. But um, So they get the ball first. And, boy, we've had this happen to us. Uh, I don't know how many times this year. But we're in man coverage, and they throw – three straight 50-50 balls. I think they run one time and they throw three straight 50-50 balls. I thought – I know I had been in some meetings. I know, I know Coach Buzzo had planned on doubling that big yeah, receiver. Yeah, we were planned on out of certain formations, and they got in a formation that they had run the ball more in. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we needed a quarterback player for the for the option. And so we were, we were not doubling there. After that – possession we were going to double but 15 didn't come back in the game yeah they and uh, but we were even if they showed us that alignment with their tight end we were going to have somebody over top on 15 yeah because they told us in the press box he had a tender ankle and when he went into the end zone he re-injured it and so they just pulled him at that time put that kid chambers in who was a 6'4 205 pounds and he's from newberry he looked like his twin yeah i mean i don't know todd knight what how'd you let him get to carson newman uh, <laughs> well in in this league you cannot uh you have to sit out a year mm-hmm. if you if you transfer unless you're a graduate student well i don't think he transferred i think he came from newberry south carolina oh he, i see he, he was i see he was not recruited or i don't know if he wasn't recruited but but he did not sign with newberry well so th- this different um different formation they got in that you got into man did did they you know because they go down the field uh they get a punt return get deep into territory we do the unbelievable with a on a fourth and and five we get a uh unsportsmanlike and then the very next play they throw it over top of that same person yeah that, that that took all the air out of us and uh you know we've 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 talked about the situation and I, I I called him in. I don't think any player can ever put their own emotions ahead of the team, and uh, that uh, was disastrous for us. Uh, I think we would have still been in the game at, if it's fourth and five and they have to punt it to yeah. us. And uh, you know you can't make those kind of mistakes. I mean, I've told our football team our margin of error is is so small in this that's a, league. That's a great. Point. I mean, if if we can't do, we can't make those mental mistakes that cost you, cost you games. Because I mean, it's going to come down to an extra point or a field goal or, you know, you take five plays out of that game and we're celebrating. Yeah, and 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 that's one of them. And that, so, you, you, yeah, you stop them on third, so it goes to fourth and five, and they would have had to have kicked a field goal, and they've been horrendous on field goals, and it would have been a 30-some yarder. It made a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah, but yet here they are first and 10 now inside the 20. And well, they, they're at the 23, excuse me. First and 10, 23, boom. They, and they, they throw the fade ball again, and uh, and so we're – and. We put our, ourselves in that position by our own emotions, and uh, that that's not going to happen again. Well, I yeah, can, I can promise you that. 
Good, good. Uh, it, it's a it's a poor reflection on on the team, and it's it's such a letdown. I, I watched a NFL game yesterday, which I don't watch many of, them, but Atlanta and the, I think the Panthers were playing. Kid catches the ball, touchdown. They're going to win it 35-34, and he takes his helmet off to celebrate, and they end up losing in overtime. Right. I, I thought, you know, that that's a great example, and I hope there's a lot of young kids watching that right there because that's that's taking it away from your team. Well, let me let me move to another thing. 143 yards rushing in the first half, 53 in the second. What what happened to our running game in the second half? Because that that that's about a third of the of the. Yeah, output. it wasn't it wasn't any anything really that schematically that they changed in the right. second half. Okay. We just uh, you know we we had blocked very well in the first half, and we weren't you know one person miss a block here, miss a block there, and uh, a lot some of that was sacks. Mm-hmm. We lost yardage in sacks. Right, you lost twenty in yeah, sacks. So, you know that a lot had to do with that. You know, we would have had over two hundred yards rushing. Uh, you know, if if we wouldn't have done that, but uh, we just weren't as consistent in our run game. I think we caught them by surprise. We had we had a different scheme. We weren't. It wasn't a zone scheme. It was a gap scheme. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that caught them by surprise a little bit. We weren't running the ball as much inside. We were getting it out to the perimeter. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I'm sure they talked about that at half, but that that shut it down some. But mm-hmm. the, if you play us, you stop the inside inside zone. And this week we've said, hey, we put in a check, which you know, if they're in this, we're running this, and so, and that's usually an RPO because you know, an yep. RPO is a run or a pass, so you mm-hmm. don't have to call it. Well, this was a run-to-run check uh, based on on where they aligned. Oh, okay. And uh, so that was really good to us in the first half. Well, you really ran around the edge yeah, a lot. It, and, it was. Yeah. And uh, I, I love the speed sweep to, uh, I think, Peoples. I, w- I was rooting for another uh, speed sweep with Peoples. Yeah, but, and that, that needs to be a part of our offense. There's yeah. no question about yeah. it. I mean, he is uh, – He's he's a special guy. He's dangerous on kickoff returns. He's, uh, you know, he's had a great attitude and uh, another one of those Reedsville guys. Yeah, There's good water down in Reedsville. <laughs> I tell you, with him and Don Don. Oh. Well, now one last question. We're going to take a break here and hear from our uh, sponsors. But um, you get one more opportunity. They have a bad punt. You get the ball on your own. They're 49. You drive down. It's fourth. At fourth down and five minutes left, and you call a timeout and you decide to go for it instead of kick the field goal. I think people would like to at least know what that conversation was about, why you did not uh, kick the field goal and and went for the first down. The fourth and five, uh, we we thought we had a a play design that we felt really good about. And, uh, you know, I just felt like we needed seven points. I mean, we, you know, we, that's. That's where I was with it, and uh, you know we had an opportunity, and we just didn't didn't hit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the old Kurt Newsom, I know I was saying, oh no, they're they're kicking this, and I know him, they'll kick it. But you know, it was fourth and one. I mean, it was less than one, really. I believe. Oh, you're talking about the fourth and one? Yeah. Well, we had gone for it in the first drive, right? Okay, and we had. Uh, we we had uh, run a split zone, and uh, we came back and ran the split zone with it. And uh, we get great push 
and our back slips. So uh, Justin Hill was the running back. Justin, and he slipped. Justin Hill slipped. We had we had the first down. Well, I mean he, it's on film, and uh, I would I would I would do that again because it was fourth and one. Uh, the fourth and five was uh, another time, and we thought we could throw the pop pass. Yeah. To, uh, to to the tight end to the tight end and he was open and, and, oh yeah yeah we just got to put some air under it and that's seven points and yeah. there's there's points off the board yeah and uh, so this this short yardage one we felt like we were we were running the ball we had done it earlier we got great push and then uh, kind of bad luck on that one well, folks we're going to take a quick break here from our sponsors and we'll be right back when we come back coach we're going to talk about erskine college in due west south carolina the appalachian center for civic life is pleased to invite you to the 40th annual emory and henry college appalachian literary festival november 3rd and 4th the honoree for this year's festival is jesse graves a native of east tennessee and a poet all of the festival events will be held in the Black Box Theater located in the McLaughlin Center for the Arts. And for a full schedule of the festival sessions taking place November 3rd and 4th, visit the Emory & Henry Appalachian Center for Civic Life online, celebrating Appalachia and Appalachian Literary Festival. All right, Coach, we only have a few minutes left, so we're going to jump over to Erskine. Uh, they're down in due west South Carolina. That game is a 4 o'clock kick. Um... How are you going to handle that? Are you guys going down? Obviously, probably go down Friday night. Yes, yes, and we, you know, we usually pay a little extra at the hotels so we can check out a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but we're actually going to be staying in Greenville. Oh, okay. So we're still a little ways away. I don't mind a little ride down there for the. It's not. It's not much ride now. They play at Greenwood high school so and folks anybody that's going to the game that's where they're not they don't play on campus at erskine they are raising money to build one facility but they play at greenwood that's a pretty good facility but what can you tell them about erskine i mean they've had their struggles this year so uh, yeah they're they're young uh you know they've I, I didn't see many seniors on the roster uh they've they've played a lot of people close uh they they came out of the blocks and won their first two games uh, non-conference and then they haven't won a conference game yet so uh, they're dangerous you know they've like I say they've they've you know they're tied with uh, which with Tusculum uh, in the first half 14 all last week yeah. and that where they go down 21 14 and then uh, Tusculum kind of did what they did to us took over in the second half but I, I promise you right now we just we we just need a win and we need to focus on Emory and Henry uh, more so than anything else. Well, now they've struggled running the ball. They're only averaging somewhere around sixty yards a game rushing, which has got them dead last. So, I, uh, but they have they're not their passing has not been that proficient. But that seems to be the, their danger spot, does it not? Yes, for sure. They play a couple quarterbacks. Uh, mm -hmm. They use two two young men uh, number six and number seven and then uh, they they'll get in wildcat on the goal line in short yardage and and have a pretty dangerous tailback mm. uh, that they'll put back there but uh yeah and they they a lot of formations and, and those type of things so you know, we'll have our work cut out for us but uh you know it's it's time for us to take care of business and take care of emory and henry and get back on that winning trail well that, that to me is the big thing from a coaching standpoint of getting these guys 
back up, get, get you know, we can win and, and focusing on what we do right. And we, and that'll take care of Erskine. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from them, but I, we can take care of Erskine if we play Emory football. Well, that's what we've, we've talked about. And that's what I talked about with the team. Uh, you know, it's, it's about us. And if we take care of our business, uh, we'll, we'll feel good when we get on the bus. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, It'll be a long trip back. Yeah, it will be a long trip back. So, well, Coach, we're just about out of time, so we're going to wrap it up here. Good luck down there in Erskine, uh, Greenwood, South Carolina. We'll be there uh, broadcasting the game So, uh, and hoping for a big big game from the Wasps this Saturday. I'm excited about it. You know, those basketball coaches, I've told you, they've got it made. They play in two days. We've got to wait a week. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Oh, that is so true. You, uh, nothing wipes out – the misery of a loss like like a win and you no got to wait a week it's tough no question well coach thanks for being here i know this is not easy and it's tough to talk about this stuff it's kind of like dredging up old memories but i appreciate your time and and making the show possible thank you gary for everything you do you're welcome well folks as we said we'll be in greenwood south carolina this saturday the kick is at four we'll be on the air with the pregame at 3 30 uh, keys of the game will play again at three o'clock on saturday uh, we will hope you listen if you can't make it to the game on WEHC. And the, the Wasps travel to Greenwood, South Carolina to take on, uh, Coach, the Flying Fleet. And I'll tell you where they got that nickname in just a minute, but uh, we'll be down there taking on the Flying Fleet from Erskine College. So thanks for listening, everyone, and hope you have a very happy and spooky Halloween. So long. <laughs>